What's up, you guys? Jeremy McGrath here. You are listening to Moto X Pod Show. Hey, this is Jessica Marr, and you're listening to the Moto X Pod Show, the only podcast that we listen to down under. Welcome to the Moto X Pod Show, starring Darkseid, his co-host Scotty, sometimes TJ. Well, it's starting to be more than sometimes, TJ. Two weeks in a row, you're here. Two weeks in a row, Scotty lets us down, but we're back. This week, it's episode 245. Josh, Joshua Varee, Seth Hammaker are going to be our guests. We're brought to you tonight by Cherubies USA. For decades, Cherubies USA has been the leader in moto plastic and accessories with products that fit perfect, look great, and last. Cherubies has what you need. Whether it's full plastic kits, individual pieces, handguards, chain guides, and sliders, or anything else you need, visit CherubiesUSA.com and support our title sponsor. Also on board, Racetech, which is the world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. All Racetech products include award-winning gold valves and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Use that promo code MOTOXPOD to save at Racetech.com. Fly Racing is on board. Man, I used the hell out of some Lucid goggles this last weekend, doing some single track with TJ. I want to talk about that in a minute. I've never had a pair of goggles with so much sweat on the foam, and my eyes never got any sweat in them. It's awesome. The Lucid Goggle kicks butt. Speaking of that, this is the X-Brand Lucid Conversation. Also on board, Fly Racing. Fly Racing has been developing an innovative gear line since 1998. Fly Racing is the only choice if you want the best. So visit your local dealership and ask for Fly Racing, distributed through WPS. Those X-Brand goggles are also distributed through WPS. Works Connection. You guys want some radiator braces? Customized master cylinder covers, TJ. Pro launch start device. It will help me get my start against Steve Mathis at the Vets. WorksConnection.com. Use promo code MotoXPod20 to save on those. Torque One Racing, R Jerky, MotoXPod21 to save at R Jerky. Eat RJerky.com. Burmlords Graphics and Jersey ID on board with us. They can do your motorcycle graphics, your shrouds, sticker, full, full on graphics kits, as well as your jerseys. They can letter them, put all your sponsors on there, get them, hit them up. Graphics at BurmLords.com. Shock Socks, Williams Moto Works, Extreme Colors Helmet Painting. If you want a custom painted helmet, it's really, really hard to beat Kirk's prices. I believe it's still $3.95 for a full custom paint job. Less than $400, you can have one-of-a-kind paint job. Blood Lubricants on board, Power Band Racing, True Fusion Sports, and Grill Your Ass Off. I've got some Grill Your Ass Off sample kit right here. Uh, we're going to get this away tonight, or this week. Just email the show, motoxpodshow at gmail.com, and we'll pick a winner. Just tell us, tell me what you're going to cook with some of the seasoning. There's all kinds, there's uh, seven different flavors in here, but tell me what you're going to cook. And since, again, email motoxpodshow at gmail.com, I'll pick a winner, send that stuff out. Episode 245, TJ, we're back. You're here. 
Well, yeah, I'm here to save the day because we have somebody who plays producer, I guess, part time. Like, I stepped away and <laughs> you can't talk. You, I mean, I've, I've been here. I've been here two away. two weeks in a row. I mean, you're only as good as your last race. The only good thing good. you were in town these two weeks because yeah. otherwise there'd be no video, just be audio only, like right. old days. Because yeah, Scotty's just letting us down, just like over and over again. And he and, said, "Well, I, he called me today, like, but I want to hang out with my friends." What? He wanted to hang out with his friends. Are they playing golf or something? No, he said he has a buddy that's like leaving, moving away. Like it's like his last chance to see him for a few years or something. He could have brought him into the show and made himself look cool. I had plans to hang out with my friends. Uh, I was like, whatever, dude, you're fired. It actually sounds like him. So, (laughs) yeah. No, he didn't know we were doing a show. I guess I didn't let him know. And I did say last week that it was sort of tentative. Yeah. So he jumped on the side that we probably weren't having a show. It's a busy week for you. A lot of busy weeks. Leaving for MXDN, yeah. uh, heading to Dallas tomorrow night, flat Thursday morning. Before we get into MXDN, this last weekend, you and I, our buddies Cooley, Mark, uh, Chase, we all went down to Cycle Land and Jordan. in East Texas. Jordan. Yep. Uh, Scott Foster, WPS rep around here, and Courtney Christian. They yeah. have memberships at, I don't, I don't know if I should name the place because I don't know, like, it's a very exclusive yeah. riding place that maybe so one day they'll let it. me join. Probably not. I, I have already put in, I sent an email today telling them like why they should not let you be a member. But Scott Foster, Courtney Christian, our buddy Cash, uh, a bunch of the kids, you know, the different people out there took us on, on some trail rides, some single track. 3,000 acres of unlimited trails, and like it's one of the well, most. it's not unlimited trails. It's unlimited. It's, it's, it, I, it is limited to, th- to the 3,000 acres. I'm just saying, like, to the, so many trails. We crossed so many trails. It's like, oh, what's that trail? What's that trail? What's that trail? <laughs> I, like, I don't remember that. I remember you guys going, I'm tired. I'm sore. I just want to go home. That wasn't me. I know. Okay. Make sure, because, well, we did have one casualty. Cooley <laughs> smoked a tree. He didn't make it the first trail. He didn't make it to the end of the first trail. No. Oh. No, we didn't. He never got. Remember, we stopped after the first trail before we went to that the, the second half of the first trail. No, he took a he, he just saw a turn that said that said camp and went back that way. Like and then, I thought that's when he got hurt. Did no, he hurt? then okay. he went back out the second time. That's right. That's and, right. Um, you are right. And then he got hung up behind one of the younger kids that were riding, and they were like. Like I mean, the kid's riding as hard as he can. He was riding good. The, the kid on the I think a sixty five or something uh-huh. like that. Yeah. And he, um, they got around him, and when they did, they dropped the hammer to try to catch back up to the front group. And I guess he got cross rutted. And our group message has been quite amazing with the um, JT's tree service, the, the tree memes. Yeah, yeah. J tree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's yeah, been he, really good. He fought a tree with his shoulder and lost. Yeah, like maybe some major damage in his shoulder. Yeah. Um, but but this place, I have never rode cross country single track other than when I was about nineteen or twenty with yeah. the same group of guys actually. Yeah, and that was the only time I've ever done it in my life. So it's been thirty something years or whatever, basically almost my whole life without really riding like that. I am absolutely in love with it. Yep, it was fun. Yeah, I rode the two stroke two fifty the two fifty two stroke and the three fifty husky. Kind of seeing which one I liked. They both had some high points. You gonna write an article or something for Vital? Considering it, I think you should. I think that would be. I know you got a lot going on in your plate, but while it's fresh in your mind, jot some notes down so you can have that in your back pocket. Maybe I'll do that on the plane on the way to MX. Yeah, because I I think it'd be a really interesting um, video to or not video, but an article to write. Yeah, the single track stuff is a lot of fun. I felt like there was a lot of technique we could learn to Mm -hmm. use in moto, Mm -hmm. braking, cornering. 
you know, trying to not take wide corners. You got because you might hit a tree there and there's a tree. Of tree. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. What'd you think of it though? I had, a, I had a lot of fun. I went down a couple times. One time was like over the bars and all that stuff, but I, I, it was just there was yeah. Other than that, I had a lot of fun. I, I love riding that. We do a lot of that. Me and some other buddies on pit bikes, and I enjoy it on the big bikes too. I, to the point that I'm going to basically like bribe, murder, and kill or whatever to get joined into that place. It's exclusive. There's like a multi-year wait list to get in there. Yeah, I signed up today to be on the wait list, and so cool. I, I'm excited. Yeah, I appreciate Scott Foster and Courtney Christian having us out. Um, I definitely want to do it again. I think I rode, I had over three hours of Strava time for my watch, and my watch was not picking everything up. Yeah. So it kept cutting out. So I, I think I probably rode over three hours total. That was the that was probably the first time we went out when I filled back up with fuel. That's the lowest I had ever run my bike in one ride. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And I raced that Torn race a couple months ago, and I think I used more fuel and rode longer than so we rode out a well over an hour in that first ride so it was fun yeah i think the first one was like 59 minutes because i had yep. my gopro stuff going too which the gopro keeps cutting off after 11 minutes and it stops recording i did a little research on that and the only thing i got from gopro is if your memory card is not fast enough whatever that means like i remember it's at the upload speed okay so that the camera it can't keep up with the camera and it shuts off it'll shut off so I guess I maybe I need to upgrade my memory card. Yeah. Hopefully that's all it is. But even like when I'm recording interviews, I've noticed it a cut off sometimes. And I, like my mountain bike ride the other day is an hour, and about eleven minutes in, it just cut off. So yeah. I guess it's the memory card. Yeah, it just sounds like it because it it's basically a choke point for the video processing, and basically it's making video so fast that it can't keep up. So the camera's like, I'm obviously not recording, and it shuts off. Gotcha. Well, I got to fix that. Yep. This is the X-Brand Lucid Conversations, as I said. The new the X-Brand Lucids are available at your dealerships through WPS. They come with Wave Latch Quick Release Lens System, Race Face 4-Layer Factory Foam, Lucid Extreme Definition Optics. Check your local dealership. They are amazing. Again, they were soaking wet. I felt like I could wring yep. the water out of the damn out of the foam and just never got anything in my eye. I put them through the washing machine when I got home okay. because yeah. mine were so bad. First off, that's the first time that I've pulled the lenses on a set of those. I didn't realize it. Uh, that is actually as easy as what they say once mm-hmm. I've figured out how to do it. Um, and then they held up great to the wash machine. They look brand new. So Fantastic. XBrand.com. I, I was worried because usually I just spray them out with the water hose and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, yeah. But Mine are actually sitting right there in front of the – that's the ones, the white ones right there next yeah. to that helmet are the ones I wore. Yeah. Not that. Uh, what is that? This is my hat. Oh, okay. Well, they're, Yeah, they're sitting right there in, on camera, I guess, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, but anyways, they um, yeah, I was I, yeah, the place was that place is awesome, and you rode good. I felt decent. I never got tired. Yeah, that's that's the hot, big thing for me is like I rode all that time and I felt really good. Afterwards, I drove to Chipotle, got a big old bowl of Chipotle. What the heck is a Chipotle in the town next? The uh, not the town you went through, but the, I, again, I don't know if we're supposed to say where this is. Nothing. Okay, it's in Nacogdoches. Yeah, oh, there's one in Nacogdoches. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah, college town. Man, of course, I got a Chipotle. Yeah. Well, I guess I headed straight away. Like, yeah, I you went to Lufkin, to... right? Yeah. You went the other way. Yeah. yeah. So I went to Nacogdoches to go home, and I stopped and ate, and then drove home, and I, I actually wanted to go on a mountain bike ride later, but I didn't get to. I was too busy. Yeah, Steve is going to get worked at. We'll see. I don't know. I mean, 
he might just be way better than I am. Oh, he is way better than you. <laughs> but <laughs> well, yeah, MXON coming up this weekend. Yes. Uh, again, leave out in a couple days. We're only got a few more minutes before we got to go uh, get to Joshua Vries. But what are your thoughts? Well, what are your thoughts on the Ken Rocks and stuff? Um, I think we haven't talked about it. Yeah, I think Ken just and and they they just got a bad taste in their mouth with Honda. And Honda has Honda has a bad taste, or Kenny has a bad both. taste. Okay, both. I'm saying them and Honda because obviously Ken is. Well, I guess he'll never be on the show anyways. So, but <laughs> it's hard. Maybe who knows? Yeah, but he uh, he um he just seems like maybe some of the things he's gone through has made him harder to deal with, and so because he's been hurt because of this, and I mean he's obviously like a social juggernaut as far as you know you want to you want your product on someone like that sure and i think that they just had a falling out and maybe he's done with dealing with them and their stuff i kind of wonder if he just feels like you know you get sometimes you get to a certain level of success or whatever when you feel like i can just do whatever i want that's exactly that's what i mean let me go that's what i mean yeah. yeah i wonder how much if there's any of that in there i mean i've heard I've heard some backstory stuff, <clears throat> some behind the scenes stuff that you know really can't talk about. But but they don't bring it up. I don't think. I don't think Hondas are going to be like super upset if you go somewhere else. Like I don't think no. it's that big of a deal. No. And I know you know there's other options out there. There's a, I kind of kind of feel like he might end up a star. I know last night they were talking about Kawasaki or KTM. I would think Star is more likely just because Bobby Reagan. Doesn't seem to be afraid to spend get as many riders as he wants and spend yeah. as much money as he wants. But yeah, it's going to be interesting. I I don't like how he handled it on social media, and I feel like Honda handled it very professionally. I, I feel like I, it didn't catch me off guard the way he handled it at all. Like it was like, yep, yeah, that's Ken. Like it's the way he's always been. Yeah, I, I don't like that. Though. I guess it yeah. seems un, seemed un, unprofessional. Absolutely. So no. yeah. Anyways. What about what they did announce last night? I didn't know this. Steve talked about it. That I didn't think Dylan. I think I said last week Dylan Ferrandis wasn't going to race this weekend, but he is. Oh, he I, is. I was him. wrong. Yeah, yeah. I haven't. I haven't so, heard yeah, that he's, yet. Yeah, he's he's lining up. I tried to get him on the show tonight. He couldn't do it. Tried to get a bunch of riders on the show tonight that couldn't do it. So wow, like it just got a little bit harder. Yeah, Francis Francis should still be pretty good, but Francis is going to be good. I still think the team, you know, us, us and Australia are the teams to beat. It's going to rain. Yeah. Maybe. But they're showing forty eight percent. I think that um, Jet wins every moto he lines up for. Really, overalls? Ab- absolutely. You think he beats Eli Absol- and Chase absolutely. on four fifty? Because what is it? Because I'll yeah. bet you a steak dinner at Leon's. It's about. But that's money. I don't want to bet twenty five bucks. Basically hear, thirty bucks. Hear me out. No, there's no the, there's no real pressure. I'm gonna mute your mic unless you take the take the bet. <laughs> so you're not taking the bet. I'm not taking the bet. What a, so you're not you're not very confident. I that's money. You're betting well, money. You should be confident. This is a kind of an out the, the out of the box thinking, but he's going to be. Stop acting like an idiot. You're the idiot. Don't be an idiot. Changed my life. Go ahead. He's going to be like have no no real pressure because people have already, you know, I guess not discounting him, but he's not. It's not a real pressure. He doesn't have to ride the 450 next year for Supercross. He's just doing this. He's going to have fun. And if he gets out front, he's going to ride over his head because that's how he is. And he, I think I think there's a good chance that he wins 
both time both of his motos. Okay. Well, let's go to commercial break. We'll be back with Joshua Varese. What's up, guys? This is the Seven Juice Trade out of Intercom. I'm here to tell you about Aturbis USA. For decades, Aturbis has been the leader in motorcycle plastic and accessories like full plastic kits, frame guards, chain sliders, hand guards. In 2020, they are the proud sponsors of Red Bull, Factory KTM, Factory Kawasaki, TLD KTM, and Rocky Mountain KTM, as well as many top privateers such as myself. All you got to do is go to AturbeastUSA.com or call 1-800-659-1440 and y'all better tell them Motorhead Pajo sent you. Hey, Dad. Great race. Not sure how you could even see. Thanks, bud. Track conditions were pretty brutal. But thanks to my X-Brand goggles, I had hashtag clear vision all the way. X-Brand Goggles has grown into the goggle choice of many of the top privateers, such as Ben LeMay, John Short, Alex Ray, Kyle Chisholm, as well as 2017 Works and Hare and Hound champion Gary Sutherland. Hey guys, this is Gary Sutherland, 2017 Works and Hare and Hound champion, and I trust X-Brand. My name is Ben LeMay, and I choose X-Brand Goggles. Hi, I'm Andy Kiefer, and whenever I want to be best dressed, I wear X-Brand Goggles. Hey guys, this is Kyle Chisholm. And for almost a decade in my professional racing career, I've chosen X-Brand as my goggles. Now, X-Brand Goggles is joining the Moto X Pod Show for 2020 with their EKS, S, and Flat Out Series goggles. Go to EKSBrand.com or email DarksideMX3 at AOL.com for pricing. What's up, guys? This is Alex motherfucking Ray. And if you don't use X-Brand, then if you're looking for top quality hard parts you need to visit torque one racing torque one racing has a passion for the racing industry and are a proud supporter of the moto x pod show find the flow with torque one racing handlebars levers shifters brake pedals and grips torque one racing is the title sponsor of the moto x pod show so support those who support us visit torqueoneracing.com and order your Defy Lock-On Grips today. Okay, our first guest of the night is going to be brought to you tonight by Racetech. Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. All Racetech products include award-winning gold valves and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Visit Racetech.com for more info. Use that promo code MOTOXPOD to save. Tonight, Racetech brings us from AEO Motorsports, Joshua Varees. What's up, Joshua? Hey, how's it going? Doing good. Good, good to hear from you, man. Good, to, uh, it's been a. Uh, I haven't talked to you probably, I don't know, a month or two since the last time I saw you. So we finished the season, I believe, fifteenth overall. You got a top ten at Washougal. How do you feel about your season? Um, <clears throat> you know, obviously my outdoor season and then Supercross season. The whole year was pretty much uh, kind of one big struggle in a way. Um, I came into both, um, both series with. Uh, and you know, injuries like supercross came in with a dislocated wrist and, um, like just a handful of weeks back on the bike and, and, uh, I still actually have a torn ligament in my wrist. Um, and then outdoors, I, <laughs> I crashed, um, a, about like four weeks before the first, first round and I broke my collarbone and kind of messed up my AC joint. Uh, so I, I you know, took two weeks off and I was like, all right, we got to race. So, um, like I said, yeah, I came into both um, seasons injured, but, um, felt like I, I was building pretty good throughout the season. And then, um, just kind of feel like I got into like a good groove with like gate drops and stuff. I watched Shugle. Um, 
And then that three week break, you know, hit us. And I, I think maybe I, I don't know. I, I kind of like maybe lost it a little bit, like as far as like the racing, like intensity, yeah, um, yeah obviously sure. like had it out while and then went to Unadilla and was like <laughs> having to try and like, I don't know. I just didn't feel right. <laughs> well, you got, yeah. People have to realize you came off, like you said, a couple injuries, you were on factory Husk, Husqvarna and then you switched to the AEO KTM team. And although the bikes are similar, it's still different programs, a little different. Like that's, it's your second year full pro as a pro. So that's a lot of, a lot of things being thrown at you in the middle of the season. Yeah. Um, it was definitely like my first full year being pro, um, you know, was definitely a lot different because now like, I, I don't think I've ever sent and received so many emails in my life. Like that, like I was like, Holy crap, this is gnarly, you know, like stuff coming in, stuff going out. And it was like a lot of like, got to fill this out. Got to do like, so I feel like cause more of it's now like I'm kind of handling everything. If that makes sense. Like, um, you know, my dad did everything. Yeah. And my yeah. mom. So there's a lot so more now business more, side of it. It's kind of like transitioning to me doing everything. So yeah. it's like, yeah, this whole like year has been pretty, like it's been, been a huge learning experience. How do you feel? I, I think the idea is still to stick with AEO for next year. I don't know if you've locked that in, but as the team built this year, did you notice them figuring things out more and more and the team got better and stronger? Cause it, I know that Jeremy really has a passion for this and he's putting a lot of effort into it. Did you notice the team getting better? Yeah, definitely. Um, obviously there's, uh, you know, little things that, you know, um, get fixed here and there or, or whatever. Like, um, as far as me, I, I felt like everything went really smooth this year. There wasn't any like big changes that had to go on or anything like that. Okay. And, um, everything, like, yeah, like I said, everything went smooth. I'm really happy with, with how everything's being ran. And, um, yeah. And the plan is to stay with AEO for, um, next year, which I'm super grateful. I'm looking forward to that and, mm-hmm. uh, stoked to like, um, see what the future holds with them and, and also, um, you know, have another year of, uh, learning and, and experience with all that and, and more testing and stuff like that. Yeah. That's good. That's a key is getting more testing in for sure. Yeah. Cause I obviously, um, I hopped on the bike after the first two rounds of outdoors. So th- there wasn't a whole bunch of room to, to do like some crazy testing, you know, um, sure. Little stuff here and there, obviously, but as far as like being at the track all day, you know, you don't <laughs> really, it's not ideal to do that. Um, in the middle of the Mid-season. season. Absolutely. Right. So coming into this year, like uh, the last few years for you, you've had like questions coming in, not having like a straight program and everything hammered out. How is it this year? Like, like how does that work for you for your off season? Is it, I don't know, it takes a lot of pressure off you, but what do you change now that you know you have a good solid program going into 23? Um, yeah, I think it's a lot like my mentality will be a lot stronger. Um, cause yeah, last year off season, there was a lot of, um, <clears throat> kind of like what's going to happen. What are we, <laughs> what are we going to do? Like, you know, stuff going on like that. And, uh, so I think this year now, like already, like my program's set, like we know what we're doing now. I can just like stick my mindset into training and working hard for the seasons coming up. Um, and also like last year, um, last off season or, or, or boot camp or whatever, I was pretty much doing everything, like all my own bike work, doing the gym work, doing the cycling and stuff like that. 
Um, so it was like definitely a lot where I think this year with having a mechanic and, and having that like whole team backing me, um, I just feel like my mindset is going to get stronger. And, um, yeah, like I said, going into the next year, I'll have a way better mindset. When you were got the deal with Husky and we talked at Hangtown in 21, one of the things you mentioned that was so beneficial to you that you weren't used to was having all the data, like the lit pro and having somebody to talk to you about that kind of stuff. I assume you don't have access to all that at AEO. First of all, do you, or do you have, do you have that kind of data acquisition with AEO? Um, no. And when I was with Husky, we didn't really have, or I guess it's like with the two rounds I was with them. I don't recall ever having kind of like, um, data stuff like that. It was more of like having like, the data which was like everyone on the track like you know you got like okay a suspension guy over here a suspension guy over there you know like four guys over here so that like there was eyes everywhere and it was like everyone kind of knew like you know this section so-and-so is doing this and yeah yeah okay you're doing this or whatever and like oh let me change your suspension and stuff like that where ao is still like amazing um you know with that stuff but um uh, I guess that's the only things like, you know, there's one suspension guy where like, you know, a factory team has multiple or, or whatever, and they can all see different things and how the bike's reacting. But um, no, with AEO, it's still pretty similar. Um, but it's more so of having like that huge team sure, of, sure. of eyes on the track. Yeah, I was wondering about that. And I want to go back to the testing discussion a minute ago. I don't know what you're allowed to say or if you even know, but I feel like in the middle of the season with AEO, there was a triple clamp change or something that I heard about that maybe wasn't as good or something, but the team really, from what I understand, worked very hard to figure with what they had after the change to make the bike better. Like I think Derek did some testing and like, it seems like the team really wanted to make the best out of what they had. Uh, yeah, I I'm not too sure about that. I okay. didn't really even hear about that. I, I think the, I remember there being some kind of triple clamp thing at one of the rounds, but yeah. I wasn't like, I just thought like, Oh, you're just changing that. But, um, yeah, I came in obviously after, I guess, triple clamps went from this one to that gotcha. one or whatever. Gotcha. I, and then, okay. Like I said, I've never really heard anything about that. All good. One of our listeners on YouTube asked if uh, Mark Barnett wanted to know, or Burnett, sorry, if uh, you were you and Derek were going to be West Coast, um, I believe that would be the plan. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's the plan for sure to to be on the West Coast, in which I'm hoping so too, because um, you know I live in Southern California, and my first two Supercross seasons I've done East Coast. So I'm like, dang, like you know the the whole like dream was to do A one right, like all right. the hype around the first right. round. And I remember like, you know, being 11 years old, like, dude, I'm going to race a one as my, you know, my like rookie season or whatever. And I haven't even done it yet. (laughs) Right. right, right. Um, No. Yeah. Hopefully that's the plan to, to race West coast. And, um, as far as I know, um, that's what it is for sure. The last, the last few years, the West coast has, I mean, the East coast has been a little more stacked in the two fifty class. It seemed like as far as like depth and, and I was talking to somebody yesterday, and we were talking about how West Coast this year is probably going to wind up getting stacked because everybody's going to be, it's cheaper, a little <laughs> less traveling, a little better weather. Depends on preseason injuries. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, and that's uh, that's um, the reason I did East Coast uh, this year was because I got hurt in November and and there was no way I was going to be ready for West Coast. So um, obviously I used that extra uh, month and a half or whatever whatever it is to to heal up. But like you said, yeah, being cheaper for travel, East Coast is more of like like those. I'm like that's insane. That that's a lot of traveling, which. I did East Coast my first year and me and my dad drove to them all. But that was because we were at the same stadium for, you know, we did three rounds in that stadium for yeah, a week. Yeah. So oh, yeah. it was, you travel to the to the big city and, and you stay there for, you know, a week and a half or whatever, and then go to the next one and do the same. So it was only, we only went to, to really three stadiums um, for the first part, you know, before the break. Um, but it's definitely, yeah, like maybe East Coast in the first year, I feel like it was, pretty stacked but west had a lot of the guys that were um still preparing for supercross like you said with like the injuries and stuff yeah um but west coast you and you you see a lot of guys too they do like one coast on 450 and then the other coast on 250 and they kind of flip-flop it like that but um yeah definitely east coast this year was uh stacked for sure how was how was how do you feel about finishing behind your your teammate Derek Kelly? Like you were, I think, sixteen points behind. You guys were very close multiple times, uh, you know, at races. And I know it's it's always there's a little bit of competition under every tent to be the better of the two or three teammates. You know, what did that what was that competition like between you guys? I know you're friends, but uh, yeah, you, was it motivation? Yeah, no, definitely. Obviously, like like to keep it fun. I, um, you know, it's obviously not ideal to butt heads with your teammate right but sure. no it, like obviously we joke around and mess with each other and it, we keep it fun for sure and obviously it's kind of like um like yeah like your best friend you obviously want to be better but of course for me at least i don't like to take it to that part where it's like all right you're kind of arguing or fighting over whatever you know what i'm saying yeah. um obviously if it was uh something like you know another guy i don't talk to or he's on another team obviously i'll be like dude like i gotta get him i gotta get him <laughs> obviously i want to get my teammate but still keeping it fun in the pits at the same time um and i had a couple motos i think it was like second moto at high point and second moto both motos at red but honestly those are terrible but those uh -oh. are where i lost so so much um so many points on Derek, and that's where i was like dang it if i didn't make those mistakes i could have been a little bit closer because um, I knew going into Paul, I was like, man, if I'm going to pass Derek, like I got to, you know, I got to really do good. And, um, but I knew he was going to do good too. Obviously the last, um, four rounds he was killing it. And, um, we both had bad luck in moto one of Ironman as well too. Like first lap I got cross jumped, you know, crashed pretty hard and bike was so mangled and I pulled the mechanics area trying to straighten out and, uh, by the time I did that, I was already lapped down and I was like, dude, there's like, there's no way I'm going to get points. So I think I just need to go back and regroup because I was pretty banged up. But, uh, when I went back to the, to the rig, I seen like, uh, Amanda, the team manager walking back. I'm like, why is she walking back? Like Derek's still racing. And then I seen Derek's bike getting like towed in by, um, one of the, you know, mules or whatever. And I was like, Oh no way. Like, so there was definitely a lot of points that was left on the table but um for sure going into next year now like us being our numbers being uh right next to each other like I, the numbers just came out today and uh he's number 41 and i'm number 42 like that's gonna be pretty cool you know being that yeah. close and 
and also like we tied in points or not tied in points but got the same amount of points in supercross too which is kind of funny like he got 78 and i got 78 so we're like right there and the, i think that's going to help us like get better um next season is like you know we're like the same speed so sure. it's like we can just help each other get better and, and move up forward yeah i want to ask you you talked about I was wondering what happened at, at the Ironman because I saw you guys drop off and I was wondering if there was like a, a similar bike issue, like the bike broke or crashed. I never really heard. So that answered that actually. But you talked about making some mistakes and I know at Paula was a rough day for you or Fox too, whatever you want to call it. And you had a couple tip overs and then the heat and all that. But so taking all these, all the things that didn't go well this season, are you able to analyze that and say, okay, I can learn from this. I know what I need to change and use that for next season, including in Supercross, because you, you definitely know you have a few things to work on Supercross. So you, can you take all the things that you've learned this season and feel like you can roll that into something to improve next season? Yeah, definitely. And it's obviously, like everyone says, the key is the starts. And this year, man, I don't know what was going on with my starts. I, first round um first moto like i got a good start i was like fourth place mm -hmm. i think i was like fifth and i actually like moved into fourth and you know i was like okay cool and then it just kind of my starts were just never there and I, I don't i don't know what was up with that i definitely got to figure that out but um i did a couple um uh great starts yesterday and um <laughs> i feel like maybe like kind of figuring out just doing all kinds of different things on dirt i kind of brought it over to the great and Felt like a rocket ship. <laughs> there you go. All right. So All right. hopefully, hopefully going into to Supercross next year, I'll be able to get um, most of the whole shots, and and that'll obviously help out everything. Like literally, I've learned. I always thought like you know, like as an amateur, when you do a local race or or whatever, it, you're kind of like, oh, I'm the fastest guy. Like if I don't get a good start, I'll still win because like <laughs> you're just kind of like, ah, I'll just be able to pass everyone. But once you go and like get into the pro league, it's not like literally a start. I never realized until I, you know, started racing pro, like a start helps so much because I, the last two rounds last year, obviously with uh, Hus the Husqvarna, the factory Husky, mm -hmm. I, my, I got good starts in the last four motos and it helped so much. I finished in the top 10, like, you know, I'm thinking like, oh man, this isn't going to be a good place. I don't feel good. And I come off the track. I'm like, hey, what place did I get? And they're like, oh, seven. And I'm like, no way. Like the start is just really key. And, and it, like, I, like I said, it makes the race so much easier. 100%. Um, a comment you made a few minutes ago, you're talking about Red Bull and it didn't go well for you. Uh, you're going to have to do a little better than that this coming weekend because you're racing for Team Guam. Talk about that. Your thoughts on going back to Red Bull, doing MXON. Just, it's, it's pretty exciting. Yeah, I'm so, so stoked and grateful for the opportunity. Um, Sean Lepanovich, uh, his dad, Pete, um, got in contact with me about it. And um, I was like, man, I'm down because that's going to be so fun. Just racing a, a different style format and also racing people from around the world. So, like, that's definitely going to be super exciting. And, um, yeah, going back to Redbud. Uh, I, like I like the track, but like, it's like, it's like a hit or miss. Right. But yeah. I think I am going to, to MX on, going to be more of just like having fun. And I think if I come in to that, with that mentality, I think it just make the whole weekend good and like not take it. Like, so I feel like I worry too much about like, I got to do good. I got to do good. Where I kind of just have to lay back and just kind of just ride. Like I know how to, cause 
when I'm practicing during the week, I feel amazing. Like lap times are good. Like feel so smooth on the bike. And then like we go racing and I, I just like tense up and just throw everything I know out the window in a way. Like, I don't know what the heck, you know, is going on. Right. So, um, I think it's just kind of like, kind of have to go into it. Like I'm just going there just to, you know, just relax and just have fun and get gate drops, but definitely want to do good, obviously. Cause like I said, we're racing with, um, everyone from around the world and then also being like combined with the 450 classes. So I'm going to yeah. be racing against like all these 450 guys plus 250 guys. So like, I'm stoked about the format too. Cause you know, you have, um, like 40 minute qualifier or 40 minute practice, stuff like that. You get to kind of like learn the track in a different way and, and yeah. be able to try different things and practice. So, um, yeah, I'm super stoked for this opportunity. Yeah. The, the practice, that's a big thing, right? I know in Supercross and nationals, like you don't get much time and you basically have to go. We talk about this all the time. Lap one, you got to go put heaters in, you got to get a clean lap and that's not going to be the case this weekend. So that's good. I like that. You're saying, Hey, not a lot of pressure. Let's have fun. I think that will loosen you up like you talked about. But I am going to put a little bit of pressure on you, just a little bit. As a member of Team Guam, you are basically a member of Team USA. So if Jet is about to pass you, oh, don't shit. feel bad about taking his front wheel out, okay? You can help <laughs> Team USA out. Oh, my Oh my gosh. Don't do that to Hunter because Hunter's my boy. But if you got to take Jet down, <laughs> I'll allow it. Well, hopefully we just get good starts and yeah. Just, yeah. just be up front and, and don't don't even have to worry about anyone passing. All right. Just, <laughs> you might need to run interference, but okay. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, and then obviously um, them having the greats, um, yeah. MXGP, I think, you know, like I said, I did a couple great starts yesterday. And nice. Man, they felt good. Like, I think. Like, um, during the outdoor season, I, I tried some new things like on the starts where like I, I wasn't doing before. We're just, you know, I was squeezing and stuff like that, where I felt like I just kind of just pulled the clutch and rev the bike and go. Yeah. Um, like I said, I kind of fixed my, uh, technique with everything. And, um, like I said, I brought it onto the great and I was, that's a big game changer. So, um, definitely stoked to, to check that out. And obviously there's going to be four fifties and two fifties combined. So, sure. um, it's going to make it interesting. Obviously get a whole shot on a two fifty would be pretty sick <laughs> and uh, yeah. lead, lead a couple laps. You know, do you think TJ, they would notice if he brought the three fifty instead? Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't think they would well, even notice. They, yeah. They, they, it's yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just take a three fifty. You need yeah, an extra take a three fifty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, a, well, that, that leads me to my kind of question coming into here this kind of a last minute thing for especially for like puerto rico guam those those teams are not like i don't think puerto rico has a team this year i thought i heard that Maybe oh that's wrong. right that, yeah, i think yeah. you're but right anyway. the, yeah, yeah because of what's going on over yeah, there yeah. but but still the, those type of teams are kind of in in the grand scheme of things kind of last minute and how what kind of support when you when you're going to this like is aeo bringing a rig how does that work um so as far as i know i just heard about like when obviously uh, a lot of stuff is getting announced for donations, um, which I learned, I never knew this, I guess a lot of the teams kind of like, um, I don't know if you'd say rent or loan or whatever, like they bring their rigs out for the other teams that come yes. over from overseas. Yes. Yeah. So like, um, I know, I think I remember the truck driver for, for AEO at, at the time was saying something about like, Oh, they might, you know, bring the truck out for, you know, for a team or, or whatever. But, um, 
that that didn't happen but i know i believe um uh i don't know where we're gonna be i know there's a rig out there for us like one of the rigs that go to all the pro motocross i think they're gonna have a rig out there for us but um uh team guam so uh it's gonna be me sean lapanovich and benny bloss yeah um but benny's gonna be driving uh driving there and like his motorhome um but then since me and sean um live out here in southern california um uh we rented a or pete sean's dad rented a van um and that's going to be driven out there with our stuff in it um to red bud perfect yeah yeah all the all the all the u.s rigs are usually there each team gets one I, I, yeah, I, I thought the AEO rig was going, but anyway, I, I know that some of the AEO team members are going, right? Or were going. I don't know if anything's changed, but yeah. So, but I just didn't know, like you, but you'll have your full race bike and all that stuff. To, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, uh, obviously, when I when I got the the call from Pete, um, I made sure with uh, AEO, like it was cool to you know ride my race bike and stuff like yep. that. So yeah. cool. Um, they're totally on board with it. Everyone's stoked about it, and, and it'll be cool to represent Guam. Awesome. Well, Joshua, I'll see you this weekend, man, but uh, looking forward to seeing you out there, and thank you for answering today and coming on the show. I know it's kind of last minute. Oh, no, for sure. Yeah, I wasn't doing anything by day Wait. off, so or I did a, <laughs> did a road bike ride in the morning, and now just relax and get ready to ride tomorrow, but how far did you uh, ride no, today? thanks for having me. I appreciate it. How far did you ride today? Uh, it was only an hour, um, you know, zone one, just keep it light, but uh, it was like 18 miles. Oh, I got you beat. I did 20. Oh man, next time I'm gonna have to before I'm done with my road bike ride. Yeah, listen, if you do you any like, hey, how many how many miles did you do on your road bike? If you do you any more than like, tw- I did twenty four. I'm like, oh shoot, I only did twenty. Yeah. All right, I'll go crank out a couple more. <laughs> if you do any more than twenty, you got me. That's about all I got in me. So uh. that's that's my loop and then I'm dying. So yeah, like uh, yeah, so this, this is my one win. So they, him and oh. my son have been talking about road biking and doing miles, and I hear about it all the time. So the other day, I I put in five miles on the little electric scooter, and so I, <laughs> <laughs> I posted that up. That was my five mile loop yeah. on the electric scooter. <laughs> yeah, now now I just know I think I have to do twenty miles, twenty point. Two. eight miles yeah. and I'm, I'm gonna take a photo of it and send it to you like hey got you today yeah you'll get me I, I what i've really been i've been riding a mountain bike more and our loop is like five miles but it's a lot obviously more aggressive but, oh yeah first of yeah, all i'm yeah. only i'm only about six or seven weeks into quote unquote training so i started at like three miles and i was dying so i'm up to 20 ish yeah. Hey, so vet vet nationals are in a few weeks, and if you're home in SoCal, you can come down and give me some tips. Are you racing it? Yeah, I'm racing Mathis. Oh, dang! I might have to come out there. Yeah, you need to. <laughs> so, and also, we have a lot of stuff in our studio. If you wind up with an extra set of Guam graphics, <laughs> oh, graphics. the graphics, yeah, for the bikes, I would love to have a yeah. shroud or something. That'd be cool. Definitely, I'll see if we got any. That's something that nobody would have. Yeah, there's not going to be that many sets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, Josh, we'll let you go, yeah. man. I appreciate you coming on, and I'll see you in a couple of days. Yeah, for sure. I'll see you this weekend, and uh, have a good one. You too, man. Thank you. Thank you. See ya. It, I, Joshua Breeze. I don't, I don't really care about asking for stuff much, but we have some things like the yeah. graphics there from Brayton that are yeah, yeah. very limited. I think I have the, the – those are the St. Jude's ones. St. Jude the, ones. The, yep. Uh, LeMay. Yep. And, and Brayton. Brayton, yeah. Yep. Oh, the, where, I don't know where the LeMay ones are. Oh, right there. Right oh. there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that's. You can't see those on camera. You can't see them on camera, but it's super cool. 
Yeah, yeah. That'd be cool to have. Um, maybe we'll come home with stuff. I'm, I was only going to take a carry-on bag. Maybe I should take a... Maybe I should take my like 9800 <laughs> just in case I get stuff to bring home. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. We got... Let's take another commercial break. We'll be back yep. to Seth Hammaker. If you're like most racers, you've dreamed about riding a works bike with all the trick parts. Since 1989, Works Connection has been producing works like products for the general public. When Steve Lampson and Team Peak Split Fire Pro Circuit used Works Connection in 1990, they quickly gained a reputation for quality that the pros would use. Three decades later, the company is still known as the leader in quality, innovation, and customer satisfaction. The industry standard pro launch start device is used by many of the teams, such as Factory, HRC Honda, Star Yamaha, Hep Suzuki, and many more. Whole shot specialist Vince Freeze, as well as Jet Lawrence, Eli Tomac, and Chase Sexton all trust Works Connection to get them to the front. And don't forget, you can also get the Elite Clutch Perch, Radiator Braces, Engraved Master Cylinder Covers, and much more at WorksConnection.com. Use promo code MOTOXPOD20 to save at checkout. Works Connection, the choice of champions. Hey, in case you didn't know, Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. All Racetech products include award-winning goal valves and settings are 100% guaranteed and made right here in the U.S. of A. Racetech also offers state-of-the-art precision engine services and parts to all engine builders. The staff has over 65 years of championship winning experience. It's so good that many of the top privateer teams such as SGB Honda, Team Solitaire Nuclear Blast Yamaha, and Motul AJE Gas Gas, as well as Jerry Robin, Kevin Morans, and many more, choose Racetech for their superior performance, reliability, and their customer service. Hey guys, what's up? My name's Kate Clayson, and I choose Racetech because I love their desire to strive for perfection. I think we all know that perfection isn't possible, but getting to perfection is always the goal, and I think that is something that both myself and Racetech have always worked towards, and I think they can help you get there too. Hey guys, this is Alex Ray. I use Racetech components in my SGD suspension and also the Racetech engine. The reason I like it is just because uh, the engine is super reliable, tons of torque, and also on the suspension side, it just gives it that flush, nice feeling. Hey, it's your boys around Team Solitaire. If you don't run Racetech, here's what you do. Put your hands behind your back and run your face into a f***ing wall. Racetech.com. What's up, guys? This is Kevin Morans, and I choose Racetech because of their convenience of having Racetech centers all around the United States. Obviously, within my Decker Performance Suspension, works really well. They're very high-quality performance products. Definitely check them out. Hey, guys, this is Jerry Robin, uh, and I choose Racetech because of uh, the reliable motors, good power, good suspension, and obviously it's great people around, and I've uh, been there for a long time, and they're awesome. Visit Racetech.com and use promo code MOTOXPOD to save. When choosing goggles, we all know you have a lot of choices. X-Brand Goggles has grown into the preferred goggles for many of the top privateers, including Kyle Chisholm, Ryan Brees, Ben LeMay, and top GNCC riders like Craig DeLong. X-Brand is the result of years of knowledge from former Honda HRC test rider Rich Taylor and his dad, Hook Taylor. Whether you're leading the pack or getting blasted with roost, X-Brand can stand up to the abuse. You can visit eksbrand.com to see all X-Brand offers. From the unparalleled Lucid Extreme Definition Optics Goggle with the Wave Latch Quick Release Lens System and 4-Layer Factory Foam to the EKSS and the Flat Out Series, you will find a goggle to meet your needs at a price point you'll love. 
Check your local dealership for X-Brand goggles distributed through WPS. If you want comfort, style, and performance, as well as hashtag clear vision, then you want X-Brand. Choose X-Brand because we said so. And we're hot. We're back from commercial break. Our next guest is brought to you tonight by Works Connection. Since the inception of Works Connection in 1989, Eric Phipps' goal has been to produce works-like products for the general public. With products that fit with products like the industry standard pro launch start device, the elite clutch perch, the radiator braces, which I need when I crash, customized master cylinder covers, and much more. It's hard to imagine you not going to worksconnection.com so you too can have what the pros use. Promo code MOTOXPOD20 to save. Tonight, Works Connection brings us Seth Hammaker. What's up, Seth? Not much. How are you guys doing? We're good. I got your name right. I learned from Weege. Yep. I learned from Weege. That's right. <laughs> I, I know I talked to you about it, but I was making fun of him for saying it wrong, and then you told me I was the idiot. Right. But what he oh, missed what he missed was the 10-minute back-and-forth conversation about how I was saying it wrong. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, TJ, TJ can't speak very good English. But, Seth, man, how you feeling, man? How you doing? How you, are you feeling good about the season being over, getting a little recovery? Yeah, yeah, it's been, been good. I've been back in Pennsylvania now for a little bit, but it feels good to – have some downtime get my body recovered but uh yeah i felt like the outdoor season was a positive just to make it through the whole season without being injured uh yeah i missed buds from a crash in uh unadilla but other than that i felt like it was a definitely a positive just getting to all the rounds getting as many laps as i can and building so yeah i think all your results i i don't think you got inside the top five but a seventh overall very some consistency and something to build off of yeah, it was. Yeah, seventh overall in the season, and then you were just talking about the top five. That was kind of that was the goal at the end, like midway through the season, was just like, all right, let's get a top five, get a top five, and never got that. But it is what it is. Just had some, you know, I don't know. Just, I was running up front, had good starts, but couldn't uh, put two motors together on the same weekend, I guess. And it is what it is. Just keep learning. So yeah, do you feel like that's again youth, mental? Do you feel like there's just you know some physical stuff what do you feel like the the number one reason is that you were falling off a little bit i think a little bit of everything like i just like a percent here on everything like i feel like the physical aspect i know i need to be a little bit more fit for the last 10 minutes i would say like just yeah after 25 minutes you know it's those guys don't drop off their lap time stay the same so i just i know i need to get better at that um and just i think once you have good finishes riding up front your confidence is gonna grow off of that so yeah i think that's a big thing and uh yeah i feel like i'm a good starter i start up front but it's just kind of staying up there for the whole moto you know those guys those guys can go the distance and uh yeah i think once i can do that confident um i'll know that before the gate drops there you go so talking about being back out east and taking some time to recuperate stuff like that what do you do in your time off like this are you into fishing or what are you into yeah, so the first week I was home, we just, uh, like, nothing, no off-the-bike stuff, no riding, obviously. And then um, we kind of got back back to some off-the-bike training um, this week and then next week. But other than, like, the just stuff away from moto, yeah, fishing, um, actually going fishing tomorrow, then just been golfing. And it's actually really just good to see my family and friends back home. It's been a while since I've been able to come back to PA, but... Uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. So, yeah, Seth, you and I, big golfers. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's sort of an inside joke because for months and mo- well years, I've been like, I don't get it. I don't get golf. I don't understand why everybody golfs. And then I played that. Yeah. Uh, I played that tournament after Paula with Paul Parabinos. Yep. And I'm kind of hooked. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, it's not awesome. Know, I'm terrible about it. Yeah. No, he is know. terrible. Like, like, I don't know if you saw them post when that. He uh, didn't pay attention to that. But they posted on Instagram. Somebody was yeah. posting it up, and it may have been. And I don't even golf that much. I haven't in probably five years but watching him was one of it looked like a stick man trying to golf it was amazingly <laughs> very terrible very stiff very stiff yeah i'll yeah. figure it out that's, yeah yeah anyway good. seth is i'm not sure is your are you locked in for next year i am yeah okay yep. i thought i thought so but i wasn't positive how much of a relief is that like is that a is that a big weight off you don't have to worry about that now it's just really like the stuff you already talked about the training the the getting better yeah, it's a big, big weight off the shoulders. Um, just knowing that you know you have such a good team, and you just that you're locked in and have a have a great team behind you, um, and that believes in you, and just ready to, um, yeah, really just ready to start working for the Supercross off season. And uh, obviously, you know, I've been with the team for two years now, yep. so everything you know, enjoy working with everyone there, and um, yeah, looking forward to uh, this coming year. How's your relationship with Mitch? I don't know him very well, but I was going to ask yeah, that. Okay, we hear the stories, right? That he used to be pretty tough when things weren't going well. But like, how's your relationship with him? What What do you learn from him? It's been good. Um, we, you know, obviously there's good and bad days with you know everything, okay. but yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean it's good because I he's been around so long and he I can learn so much from him. Like even when Supercross, we go in and watch film and just he's seen a lot and knows knows a lot um just from being around so many riders and obviously the riders that have come through his team have been really really good and have gone on to have really good success so just listening to him and um you know trusting trusting that and it's been good you know obviously like you said you know that we got some days where things aren't going good and you know he's not stoked but that's uh that's how it goes sure um other than that yeah i've been enjoying it and i'm good to have him Awesome. So, speaking of being on that team, that team is known for bringing up the best of the best through the amateurs, kids coming in constantly, but Mitch is also known for the guys that are working hard, doing good, keeping them around, and and always supporting them. How is that for you, knowing that the next hot kid's coming in? Does that put extra pressure on you and all that kind of stuff, or, or how does that affect you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like you said, there's always guys that are coming up. They want your spot. Um, but I feel like the main thing, and you kind of touched on it with Mitch is like, if you're a hard worker and you don't give up and you're, you're doing absolutely everything you can to do the best you can, he recognizes that. And he's gonna, you know, he's gonna want, um, to make the bike better, do everything he can to, to help you achieve your goals. So I think that's a big, big opportunity and yeah like you said just i don't know i always think about you know there other guys are working hard so i'm gonna work harder just so uh so i can keep this spot and obviously i want to do really good so yeah yeah that's why i work so hard so hey i want to ask you about your program a little bit just um not so much your riding program but just day-to-day health uh taking care of business etc i think when i met you last year I think we, we actually ran into each other at like an IHOP or something. You were with your mom, right? Yeah, yeah. Is she, do you, how old are you now? 
21. Okay, so 21. So your mom, I know she at least traveled with you some, and it's good to have some family around when you're you know, starting out. Have you, do, are you doing more of that on your own now? Do you still have family helping you out? Who's helping you with, you know, getting your, your, your lunch or the things you need to help on race day and even while practicing? Yeah, so race days, uh, my mom comes to every race. She okay. was at every outdoor this year. Um, and then she, you know, helps with getting, getting food ready for race day and just throughout the day, if I need drinks mixed up and stuff like that, making sure everything's on point so I can just focus on what I need to do. And then during, as far as during the week, I, it's just me and my mechanic live together in a, in an apartment in California. Um, so pretty much me just prepping everything, um, you know, during the week and stuff, it's kind of helps if I can get some stuff done, you know, meal prep a little bit that way, you know, cooking, uh, every, every day for lunch or something like that, make it a little easier. And, um, cause it's busy during the week, obviously. So other than that, um, my mechanic helps me out a lot too, just with keeping stuff organized, not, you know, just the bike, but yeah, he helps me a lot around the apartment when, uh, when I need it. So that's always nice. Yeah. I don't know, like people outside the industry. So, so, uh, quote unquote may not realize like how important that is, especially on race day that you're not having to go back in and out of the truck, right. And go, Oh, I got to find my fruit or whatever. And I got to cook this. And you know, you, you do need somebody, a man, friend, a, a girlfriend, a mom, whatever. Like it really takes so much of the extra off of you on race day that having that family person there that you can trust is really important. Absolutely. I totally agree. It's like one less thing you got to worry yeah. about race day and keep your mind clear and make sure you're, uh, getting energy. That's for sure. Cause it's, it's hard enough to eat on race day. You guys yeah. Know that. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I want to go back to a few weeks ago when I was out there in Cali, I came to the 23 250 Kawasaki 250 intro pro circuit. You boy, the boys were out there, dude, Jason Anderson on the 250. I feel like he, he could win the championship on that thing on he the stock. On oh I got to watch him a few laps. Jesus. Jeez, like that uphill thing at Paris, that little uphill horseshoe thing on uh, off camera mm-hmm. right. Like I didn't, I don't know how he went around that corner so fast. Yeah, it was it was pretty impressive to watch, and it was just completely stock. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that was cool. I know it's sort of two separate teams, but do you get to spend any time with like Jason or even? I know you probably have Brock around a little bit. What do you take pick up on anything from those guys? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Supercross, I rode with Jason quite a bit, like okay. leading up to Supercross, um, or I guess last year's off season. But and that helped a lot. I mean, just learning so much from him, his riding style and stuff that he does on the track or lines that he sees is pretty cool to watch and pick up on. And then obviously to see like how good he was doing throughout the Supercross season, it was like, man, that's cool to have him yeah. out at our test tracks and, you know, seeing what he, uh, he's doing during the week too. So that was cool. Then outdoors also got to ride with him a little bit. Uh, he was in New Mexico, like the first part of the summer where, where he's, he had his, uh, track back home, but, um, and then also Savachi was out in California all summer too. So that was, got to moto with him outdoors. So that was also good. Do you actually take some time besides just riding though and, and ask questions? Are you that type of kid where you're like, Hey man, like, what do you think about this? Or how do you handle this in your career? Um, a little bit, not, not a whole lot. Sure. Um, I think it's, you know, you say that like, I, I think it is important and I think I'll do that more, even more this off season. Um, just cause I, 
you know, sometimes you just get caught up in the day to day. You're just like, oh, you know, I got this, this, that, and the other. And then, you know, you have him right there. You know, it's like, why not ask him advice or what he, what he's done? And if you have a question on where you're at, he's been in, in like, say, my spot in his career at one point. So yeah, he a- knows what, uh, knows, knows kind of what it feels like. And, yeah, it'd be good to get some advice off of them for yeah, sure. That's a really good resource to have. You know, any anybody like that, and I'm sure you could reach out to guys on other teams and they'd probably help you out. But having guys that are that could be kind of mentors, then to know what roadblocks are coming your way, like the the, the sport is so mental that having a little bit of that in your back pocket would be as beneficial as having your mom or somebody that to, that you can count on. Like it's all part of the the toolkit you need. Absolutely, yeah. Is, is IT still part of that yep. program over oh, yeah. there? Oh, then he's good. Yeah, I mean, that's oh, you're a big IT fan. Yeah, that's right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hot yeah. sauce is like, like <laughs> yeah. Very few of the writers got get me. Like most of the time, I'm like when we meet y'all guys, I'm like, hey, he's just a writer. But there's a few guys Blake like Baggett and, and IT. Yeah, Blake Baggett, and IT. Those those <laughs> are my dudes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, oh yeah, no, yeah, it's it's good to have hot sauce on the program. He's a he's a really good dude. So. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun watching you guys ride, and then I was, I think you left, I think, I'm pretty sure you left, maybe the whole team, Pro Circuit, left before I got on the 250, thank God, (laughs) I, dude, so, I don't remember when you left, but, you know, I'm working for Vital, so Michael Lindsay rode the bike most of the time, Uh and I rode out there with Kiefer, and then, like, at noon, they supplied Chipotle, I was like, screw it, I'm going to eat, I ate two big old bowls, and while I'm sitting there, it's like 12.30, 1 o'clock, and Aiden was like, hey, Dad wants to leave at like 1.30. So I had like a 45 minutes. And then Michael walks up and is like, hey, you can ride the bike now. I'm like, oh, great. I got like 30 minutes, and I literally just ate two bowls of Chipotle. This ought to go oh, really well. And it's 113 degrees. It was so hot that day. Oh, my God. It yeah. was – you've never seen anybody ride a 250F that slow. It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm surprised they didn't come like, say, hey, man, you're going to blow – you're going to like – Ruin the bike because you're riding it too slow. You got to clean it out. <laughs> Bring it back. Like a two stroke. Yeah, it was, like it was so embarrassing. Anyway, I'm glad you. Yeah, I'm glad you weren't out there for any of that because it was bad. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so, what? It, what's the number one thing you want to work on for Supercross? What What do you need? Is where are you at? I always feel like whoop speed's the biggest thing, but maybe it's something else. Yeah, uh, no, you hit it right on. I mean, okay. perfecting the perfecting the whoops for me. I feel like if I can do that and it's just being more consistent um you know really the thing is is like at the test tracks you got you know i'm sure you guys see the videos just kind of like that path down the whoops it's not really edgy you know they're big but they're not edgy then we get to the races they're rutted edgy you know especially come the main event so um i feel like if i can work on that and have more confidence and just get more consistent through there i feel like that's really going to help um you know just get me to that like winning level every week yeah, i guess yeah. you can say because I, I feel like supercross my speed's always been good it's yep. just kind of a couple of hiccups to the whoops maybe that's <laughs> been uh hindering it a little bit but if i can do that that's pretty much the main main thing this off season to yeah. uh perfect and yeah maybe get my endurance a little bit better too okay talk, talk to mitch and and cowie to let just open their track up one day to all the privateers and just get them to get go out there, up. just beat the hell out yeah. of the whoops one day. Just get like, right. like, like 10, 15 privateers out there, and then you'll have them tore up for or, the next week. Or vets, because we would be rolling through them and just gassing it off the top. <laughs> just and, just running yeah, it would be, be breaking bumps in the, in the whoops. Uh, uh, that's so, a good idea, though. Yeah, get them all 
torn up. Yeah, let me ask you about that. When you go to a test track, you just sort of talked about that one groove. Do you force yourself ever to go, all right, I'm going to get out of this groove, and I'm going to go try a line that I know is not a good line, but let's try different lines because in the race situations, sometimes you have to tr- change up those lines and use the ones that aren't good. Do you do that on purpose? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. It's like, it's like you said, it's so easy to get um, – just so like when you're, especially when you're moto and moto and you're just like oh you're hitting the same line same line yeah. so actually it is good for that he he really is like if i'm doing that and we're doing motos then he'll like break up the track and we you know work on different lines just because it's we ride the same track same lines you know you want to mix it up and just yeah. practice for the races because at the races i mean you you need to have passing options and stuff like that so yeah, you could easily get locked into like a lap time battle, you know, and I, I got to put good lap times in. Instead, you know, you maybe you need to take the slower laps or the slower lines and see how the bike handles, right? And see what changes and just uh, that race craft. Yeah, for sure. Because like mentally too, it's like, what you, like you said, the lap time battle, You're if you take the slower line, you're like worried about the lap times, but you just need to forget about that yep. and know that it's for a better, better, uh, better things ahead i guess you know so. that's it that's it so this coming up weekend moto donations and um yep. i we had we just had Veriz on he's riding for guam would you ever be interested in riding like if let's say they they could you weren't on the motocross the nation's american team would you be ever be interested in like a puerto rico or a guam team just to go experience it or are you like i gotta get to the the american the premier the premier I would honestly, I would want to get to the premiere. I would want to, you know, yeah. I, if I, I think it'd be cool, but I would just really want to do it for USA and just okay. like, gotcha. really, really like kind of, ha- that's like one of my goals for sure is to race, you know, be oh, a part yeah. of the team one day. You definitely have the talent to be up there. It's just a very short list of people who <laughs> yeah. get to go. What it is. Yeah. No, it's, it's, you know, you think about the people that have ever gone, you know, it's not, not, a whole lot. Yeah, 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 exactly. So what's your your thoughts this? I mean, how do you think? I mean, obviously everybody knows that America is going to just demolish everybody and win, but how do you think <laughs> it's going to go? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm pretty confident in the in the team for USA this year. I think they're going to get it done. Um Yeah, I'm interested to see honestly like I'm not too sure about the other teams like how how good they're gonna be but yeah um I think isn't Australia, gonna be is france like a one of the teams that's like probably usually pretty good right? yeah because dylan's racing uh i can't remember Vial. i think Vial might be out Vial, be out yeah yeah, yeah but uh, france should be good but australia is really the one that i think we're most concerned with you know with jet and hunter and uh evans well i think his his teammate could throw a wrench in there getting um mm-hmm. uh, Joe, oh, oh, he'd be, oh up, yeah. be up in the podium area, take spots. He can from, be, but the, the so, other two so guys. I think, you well, know, it's not even just that. I think this year is going to be more about other teams who have good riders yeah. throwing a monkey wrench in the math. I'd like to see Joe, like, I'd like to see Joe win a moto. I, yeah. I mean, yes. That'd be but, cool. I mean, as long as Team USA wins the overall, I'd like to see <laughs> Joe. Right, right, yeah. Yeah. Seth, we, yeah. we, like we said, we just had Josh on, and I, I we worked a game plan out. Yes. Like, look, your your team Guam, which is basically Team USA, we're gonna need you to do some damage to Jet. Like, you're just gonna ha- if he's behind you, clean him. Like that's that's your goal. <laughs> I don't know yeah. what else to say. Uh, I, I'm sorry, Mertz, but it's it's this weekend's about Team USA. Yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. well, Seth, I'm going to let you go, man. Thanks for jumping on here with us. Uh, it's been a little bit since we talked, and yeah, we'll, yeah. Get, you, we'll get you on again before Supercross kicks off. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And uh, thanks for having me on, guys. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Anytime uh, you have a good rest of the off season, enjoy some days off and go play some golf. Yes, sir. We'll <laughs> right, we'll see you, buddy. All right. Have a good see one, guys. Yeah. That was Seth, Seth Hammaker. Even though TJ can't say it right. Handmaker. Handmaker. Yeah, that's close. What I've been it's saying. Still, it still sort of almost has an ass sound to it, but it is your your southern stuff. Whatever. I just like making fun of you. Yeah, no, yeah. really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, We're going to take a quick commercial break, get our last commercial in, and we'll come back with a little wrap-up. Be right back. Whenever I'm about to do something, I think, would an idiot do that? And if they would, I do not do that thing. Only an idiot would not rush down to their local WPS dealer to check out the complete line of 2022 Fly Racing products. So if you don't want to be an idiot... Stop acting like an idiot. You're the idiot. Don't be an idiot. Changed my life. Then rush down right now. Of course, obey the speed limits. The need to get your hands on a Formula helmet will not get you out of a ticket. Once you get there, ask to see everything Fly Racing offers. From the Evolution DST to the light race wear to the kinetic lines, they have a gear line to fit your needs. Fly Racing has been developing and innovating its gear line since 1998. Just ask current riders Zach Osborne, RJ Hampshire, Carson Mumford, and the beast from the east, Damon Bradshaw. Don't forget about their women's and youth lines and the all-new Zone Pro goggle worn by Justin Brayton, Shane McElrath, Max Anstey, and Joey Sabachi. Again, visit your local shop and support your WPS rep today. Check out flyracing.com for all they offer. If you want power, then you need Williams Moto Works. Wait, wait what, what was that? It's the Supercross guy voice. No. No, it's not. Sounds more like a Hulk Hogan promo. Well, that's good and tough. I like that. Dude, we aren't making a redneck commercial for a professional company like Williams Moto Works. He designs camshafts, builds performance motors with CNC porting. So it needs to be tough and cool. A company who can reprogram ECUs, hire rev limits, and custom maps needs a professional commercial, dude. So, like... If you want complete power package from cams, portings, transmissions to ECUs, then contact Williams Moto Works at 414-467-6199 or follow them on Instagram at camdesigner or you can even email them at Williams Moto Works. That's Williams Moto and then W-E-R-X at gmail.com. Okay, that's better. Not good, but better. Scotty T here from the Moto X Pod Show with another fantastic product from Burn Motorsports. It's Shock Socks, the number one 10-second removable fork seal protector. No one likes having leaky fork seals. With Shock Socks, you can protect your fork seals from the crap at the track in a matter of 10 seconds. Fork seals can be expensive and take away from your ride time, so fight the crime of grit and grime with Shock Socks. Check your local dealer or go to the BurnMotorsports.com webpage also, follow them on Facebook and Instagram. So go out and make sure to get your pair of shock socks today. All right, we're back, and we're going to jump into... I'm looking for my notes because I can't remember what the hell we call this last segment. Oh, the Grill Your Ass Off second helpings. Well, I need Grill Your Ass Off to get off their ass and get some seasonings because I literally have gone through one of those big bottles yeah, yeah. of the... Um, Are they sold out? Yeah, the the it's the pork rub, the Infidel. The Infidel. 
pork yep. rub, mm-hmm. like literally like the like half gallon size thing we yeah, went through. Yeah, already. I got a whole closet full of that stuff. Of the infidel? No, I, don't, I think I only have one of infidel, but oh. I've got like almost all the flavors. But are they out? Are they sold out right now? They're sold out. Hey, it sells good. I bet a lot of those people are using that promo code Moto X Pod. I mean, take just, a sample pack. I don't. I need the big. I'll steal your big thing of of that infidel pork rub from you. Just okay. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. It is. Um. What's up with the chat room? You said the chat room's Oh, the chat room's rocking? awesome. Just everybody making jokes about, like, and, you? and the name, saying Hammaker and all the oh, different yeah? things. that we, we finally come to, um, it's Seth Spiral Cut Hammaker. Spiral. Oh, okay. I get it. All right. All right. <laughs> honey. It was funnier in the group. Like, yeah. yeah. Honey Hammaker? Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> I like it. All right. Uh, I feel like there was something else we were going to talk about, and now I'm blanking on what it was. So I don't know why we came back for the Grow Your Ass Off Second Helpings if I can't think of the topic. We just got people to listen oh, to the commercial. Race Tech as a sponsor. So I sent off the suspension for the Husky 350 yesterday. Yeah. They're going to re- They're gonna put a spring, conversion, spring, a spring conversion kit in it for me to try out and test and then race at Vets. You should have told me. I could. I have a set at the house I could let you test. Oh, well, they're, they're doing it. So PDR, no, just test it before. Yeah. Yeah. PDR is going to do it for me. So I got a shout out to Race Tech. You guys, if you're not using Race Tech got to give them a try. Use that promo code MotoXPod. They're a big supporter of this show and a lot of other pod- podcasts. Yes. They're a supporter of Vital MX. So once things make the transition, they'll, they'll still be part of the show. I think they might actually be a bigger part of the show. Awesome. So thank you to Checkers and Clay over there at Race Tech. But, yeah, I'm excited about that. I figured I'm leaving this week to be gone to MXON. Might as well send it now so I can get it back, try it before I go to Vets. And I'm going to race a vet race here in Texas if you guys, if any of you are listeners and you're in the area, email us at MotoXPodShow, MotoXPodShow at gmail.com, because there's a bunch of events coming up. I'm going to go to a vintage race in Donnie here I want to do weeks. that. I, yeah. got I think I may have a line on like a vintage bike. Yeah. Rob Springer said I can use one of his, so. I wonder, I wonder how vintage it has to be. Like, do they have like the 07 two-strokes? I think TVRC does, but Arma doesn't, and I think this event is a TVRC race, but I don't know that for sure. Let's find out, because yeah. I could probably... Get my hands on a two-stroke like that. Okay. Well, that I'm going to do that, and then there's a race at Freestone, an amateur race after like the next day that, that I'm going to go to, and then the Moto Masters Vet Series at Johnsonville is coming up. The, the weather will be so good. Yeah, so I'm going to hit a lot of these races. I'm going to be going to a lot more events in the coming months. Yeah. So if you guys are around the area, hit us up. Maybe I'll let you know where I'm going to be. Maybe we can come out. Sign autographs. Meet, meet some, some of the listeners. It's kind of cool to meet people. I did sign an autograph. Recently, oh, I saw it for one of our listeners on it. He wanted like my autograph, and I sent him a hat. And I was like, "You sure?" He wanted it. It's weird. I don't so, know. So no, it was funny this weekend. We were all because you're just a, like one of our local idiots to us. Sure, but you met some people when we went riding this weekend, and they were like, and the kids were like shaking your hands, and they were. You could tell they were happy to meet you, and you could tell that you were like, "Yeah, I'm cool." You think so? Oh, think abs- that's what I was thinking. Absolutely. No. Absolutely, we all we all we we all I voted. I don't feel like I a- acted any different than what did I do that was different than normal? No, you just tell the, your your walk. You were like, yeah, let me come <laughs> over here and idiot. beat you. <laughs> you were an idiot. It was so funny. It was so funny. Are you being serious? I'm being completely serious. Wow, okay. uh, it was great. I don't, and we laughed at you because we think you're ridiculous. So, hmm. I don't think that happened. Yeah, I don't okay. buy it. I don't buy it. Well, I wish Chase wouldn't have flaked on us too. Yeah, me too. Because I'd like to know. We had, we had we had 
Chase, and he'd have been sitting right there, and his neck tattoo would have been perfectly on camera. <laughs> but nope, y'all missed out. Chase Bell too, because he had to go take a shower. Take a shower. Yeah, he'd rather take a shower than come hang out come with do us. The show. Yeah. Okay. Anything else before we go? No. Yeah. Nothing from chat room. No topics. No good stuff. All right. If you're still listening, support our sponsors: at Cherries USA, Race Tech, Fly Racing, X Brand Goggles, Works Connection. Torque One Racing, R Jerky, Berm Lords, Graphics and Jersey ID, Shock Socks, Williams Motor Works, Extreme Colors, Blood Lubricants, Power Band Racing, True Fusion Sports, Grill Your Ass Off, and don't forget about our Patreon page. It's still there. You can still support the show. Help us out. Patreon.com, search Moto X Pod Show. You know, do five bucks a month. It, it, it goes a long way. We were just yeah. talking about having to buy some a new sound, like not equipment, but program, and yeah. that's a lot of money. I so. think I might switch to Pro Tools for those musicians out there. Oh, speaking of that, Last week, I talked about this Hellfire album that's in my background. Yep. Didn't get a single request for it. Maybe we have no metalheads left. We have no metalheads left. But I'm going to do one more week, MotoXPodShow at gmail.com. If you want this vinyl copy of the new Hellfire album, Reckoning. It's really cool album. Yeah, you can just send us an email, and I'll pick a winner. If nobody enters, I'm going to give it to one of my buddies. So, not TJ. Yeah. Of course. Uh, Yeah. Anyway, other than that, that's it. We're out. See ya.